So what was meant to be a mark of respect ended up as an act of accidental dickheadery. What I was trying to do was engender a community spirit amongst my sons. And I asked them to show their appreciation for frontline workers by making a thank you sign for our bin men. But what I did is I challenged them to be creative with it, uh, maybe use a bit of wordplay. An example I gave was, thank you, you've been amazing. So off they went, and I didn't think much more of it. Then they came back to me to show me what they'd produced. And to be fair to them, they'd risen to the challenge. So the pun that Dominic came up with was, thank you, you have a rubbish job. (laughs) Um, So next to that, Zach had drawn a rainbow of sorts and then a picture of Bill Gates. So she said, thank you, you have a rubbish job. And then a picture of Bill Gates. I said, this doesn't make any sense. And he went, ah, no, dad, you see what I've done here is I've drawn that picture that shows that I understand that not all bin men look like homeless people. (laughs) So we had the best of intentions, but sticking it on the bin would have been a bit too much dickheadery. So we did, we made another sign. (laughs) That's brilliant. Three, two, one. You are listening to the D-Bad Movement. This is the Don't Be A Dickhead podcast with me, John Gilbert. Me, Ian Thompson. And me, Alex King. So what we thought we would do is make a bit of a reflective episode. We're still worrying about running out of stories but hopefully that day won't come not yet anywhere no. certainly was expending them more than we're accumulating them I can't remember many funny or drastic things that have happened to me in the last three months mainly because I've spent all my time in lockdown and making yeah. podcasts yeah rather than getting drunk and causing trouble yeah nothing much has really been going on I in my life I can't a single really. story yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's a good job that we love nostalgia so much <laughs> on the D-Bad podcast <laughs> Because anything contemporary just ain't worth mentioning. So that's been our uh, podcast about dickheadery of the last three months. <laughs> so, yeah, we thought we'd do a bit of um, a recap on what we mean by dickheadery, but also what we've learned. Because we've put 29 episodes out now, and people are reacting, and people mm. are feeding back. And some of it's more welcome than others, I think it's fair to say. <laughs> so, Alex, you joined us on show seven. I believe it was. Yeah. So, Alex, what is dickheadery to you? So, it's it's an avoidable behaviour that, obviously, you've got to be aware that you are being a bit of a dickhead. So, it's not just something that you might not be aware of. It's intentional dickheadery, but still not being a complete arsehole. Oh, wow, good arseholery. Yeah, we don't. Does uh, that make sense? Do you yeah, that, no, make I, sense? I, that makes sense. Yeah, I think it is a le- it's a level, like, isn't it? Yeah, on a scale it's like the laser level. How bad you've been? I I know exactly what she means. I did like the fact that at first she started reading the dictionary definition of dickheadery, but then she did veer off it, which was good. Yeah, yeah. that was like a professional presenter. Thanks very much. Um, I do think the bit, the bit that you missed off was the like the impact of that because it's the yeah. dickheadery's got to have like a negative outcome for you. Other Making people, people all more the world. aware of their actions and what might be deemed as dickheadery. Yeah. yeah. And, and just uh, trying not to do it as much. So in a recent podcast, we talked about um, Ian's childhood trauma um, of how he was bullied and repeatedly headbutted by an, an older child. Um, now, I would say that headbutting somebody is beyond dickheadery. Yeah, me too. What do you call it? Assholery. Assholery. Assholery, yeah. I think but, that's worse than dickheadery. But maybe for us chuckling along while our co-host talks about his childhood trauma, 
Is that dickheadery? I think that's dickheadery, but the action of the boy was artillery, so... Okay, right. Ian, you've been part of the D-Bad movement since the very beginning, as of high. What has it taught you about yourself? All right, okay. Um, well, well, John. Uh, as an example of what it's taught me about myself, I was talking to... Whenever we prepare our shows, then I always <laughs> tell Claire, my partner, what shows we're doing so she can come up with any gems... I mean, it's really I'm sure she has plenty. She just, she just reminds me of, of my son. He's like a gem mine, isn't he? Mm. When I told her about this one, she said, well, you're definitely, uh, like, I've definitely started noticing how much of a dickhead you are. And she oh, calls no. me a dickhead a lot more. So there's this one thing that I do. I mean, it's basically <laughs> just to annoy her. I feel that when something nice happens, like, you know, we sit on the sofa and she'll put a hand on my leg or something like that. I'll, I'll turn to her and I'll go, oh, Claire, we're rekindling. And, uh, and and just to carry it on a bit more, she gets really mad about it. Anyway, I said it the other day, and I, I quote, I said to her, I'm writing that down for the podcast. I quote, she said to me, one day I'm going to pound your head in and you won't be able to rekindle anymore. So there we go. Well, can I can I feed back with some observations yeah. about that? Right, three things. First one, what is it with people wanting to assault you in the head? I know, yeah. Right, such a buttable head. Yeah. Um, two... I'm not sure that anybody comes off particularly well in that story um, because we've got at least they're just threats of violence and um, acts of uh, psychological warfare. Um, But the fact is that you you, you both seem to be giving as much as you can take, which is fine without it getting out of hand. And the third one is I wonder whether an unintended consequence of the D-Bad movement is that maybe you have been more of a dickhead since we started recording or whether Claire is just more in tune with it or is she, and is she doing that because it's upsetting her or is she doing it simply to help us with content for the show I think, purely, I think she'll be doing it to help yeah, yeah. so it's a it's an yeah. altruistic act if she's doing it because it upset her then I think that would make me a dickhead I definitely don't think that's the so case. you're not reduced your level of dickhead, dickheadery at all then since recording these or she carried on with you I mean, I'd say I've reduced my level of dickheadery because I don't think I do things intentionally. But you're more aware of it now, do you think? Maybe a bit. I'm not entirely sure it stops me doing it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I've caught myself all of the time, like, about to say something, about to do something, and then I just hear this voice that just says, remember, don't be a dickhead. (laughs) It's just, like, haunts me. I mean, I'm not saying it's been foolproof, but, yeah, I've definitely... Mm. Uh, tried not to do things. I've tried to be a bit more positive about um, other people as well. They've made me a bit more forgiving. But then sometimes somebody's act goes beyond dickheadery and it just brings out my bad traits again. But I, but I like to think of that as challenging injustice. Hmm. Yeah. Alex, have you learned anything about yourself? I think I've always known that I can be a little bit of a dickhead. Mm, just a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, but then it makes you, it does make you think about all of the times when you have been. And obviously you can't change the past. Yeah. So, like you said, being more aware, trying to be more aware of it. But like Ian said, I don't know if I've actually done that. I'm not about to like, you know, make up kids' exam results and rip shirts off people's backs anymore. <laughs> well, that's an improvement then. Yeah, we bring a lot of historical dickheadery to yeah. the table. Yeah. The problem with that is, though, that our, I've been looking at the statistics and our listener base generally are in their 30s and 40s. And by our talking, it means that a lot of the dickheadery is already 
happened. It's already happened, hasn't it? So what we need to do is be more appealing to the youth. Yeah. We want to get ourselves on TikTok. Yeah. Like with the... Uh, the, the, with all, the with all the TikTok Alex, dickheads. <laughs> Alex is shaking her head. I'm not going on TikTok. No. Sorry, guys. Well... I'll record you. Yeah, but you're yeah. your life resignation. Your connectivity. Yeah, with the, I'll, with the I'll Ute. create the uh, account and then just have. I'll run. Yeah, mm. I don't know. Yeah, it's turned into a meeting now, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's turned into a meeting. Although <laughs> one of the issues that we have um, with the content that Alex produces is that when we when she goes full dickhead, um, such as a recent one where we talked about, I don't know, let's let's call it a murder. Um, <laughs> We we realised several minutes into it that it was so far beyond dickheadery that we couldn't use it as part of the show. So, yeah, this is true. So and Alex edits it as well, so she comes across probably a little bit I better than we do. Yeah. What have we learned as a show? I've learned that alcohol breeds dickheadery. Definitely, it's involved in at least ninety five percent of the stories. Yeah. I'm quite excited when we tell a story that isn't alcohol related, mm. but mm. but it also means that one of the key excuses is taken away. Yeah. Are we going to do a drunk podcast? Oh, we should do, yeah. One where we're just drunk while we do just it. Just to see if it changes our level of... Dickheadery. What we perceive as dickheadery. <laughs> well, it might influence the what? amount of dickheadery that we do. More things what? will be acceptable that I feel when you're drunk. You but I kind of feel like we'll have to edit it drunk as well. <laughs> and then, and just then put it, it out drunk. Because yeah, yeah we, true. Otherwise, what's going to happen is, I think all that will happen is, what we admit to will, 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 will go up. But then it's all going to get cut in the edit and we'll end up with this little five-minute... Just a laughing. Yeah. Well, I think we can do it now. I think if we, I mean, we're this is number thirty. Right? We can do our drunk cast. If we'd have done that like early days, it's just like, well, we've run out of ideas now. Let's get drunk. <laughs> yeah. Which other podcasts do? But now I think we've um, we've mm. entitled we're entitled to do that now. Let's let's give it a whirl sometime. Yeah. Um, I have learned that the self awareness does help reduce dickheadery. Um, certainly, <laughs> I hear what I'm saying sometimes. But then what I've started doing now as a bit of a defence strategy is saying something like, don't be a dickhead. So that's like my excuse to behave in any way I want because I've recognised that I've done it. So therefore it's okay. I'm being ironic. Yeah. Yeah. Is that okay? As long as you reflect afterwards, you're fine. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe... Should yeah. I have killed them? <laughs> well, no, you see, these are beyond dickheadery, aren't they? I, yeah. I think just by there are certain behaviours at the end of it, don't be a dickhead, doesn't get you off the hook, does it? <laughs> Your honour. I think it's like, it's meant to be like to try. If you come back to our definition and our mission, which is about reducing the things that have the negative consequences, once, once somebody's been upset or the environment has been harmed or something negative has happened, <laughs> just by putting a tagline on the end of it doesn't. Mm. doesn't work does it I mean it does in sitcom world when something terrible happens and Victor Meldrew says he doesn't believe it and everybody's just like well that was brilliant although actually what happened was something usually an act of extreme dickheadery also there might be things that we discuss that people like do but don't realise it's actually dickheadery I know we've said that it's being conscious that you're actually being a bit of a dickhead but there might be things that people do that might not realise that they are being and listen to it. Do you know? And well, change. I mean, that, that's the point of the podcast. No, but it's dickheadery. We've said it's knowing that you're doing it, isn't it? It's being aware that you're being a dickhead. Well, we're awakening the dickhead yeah. consciousness, aren't we? Yeah. Because I think if aren't you... we? Well, I mean, I what is dressed so. up as just a collection of Ian's funny stories is actually a and I guess it's only our opinions of it being dickheadery. Because well. I tell the most stories, does that make me the biggest dickhead? No. Just means you've got the not most all the stories. stories. Not all the all the stories are. About me being a dickhead. 
No, I mean, there was in the last episode, there was a definite snowing in which Ian was the victim of yeah. the Beyond Dickheadery, oh. as we've already Maybe discussed. That's where it all no, from. no, no, hang on. I don't think either of us were calling you a dickhead there, were we? Were we? Were you calling him a dickhead? No. On that particular occasion, Alex wasn't calling you a dickhead. <laughs> she was, I could see her sizing up her headbutt, though. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We've, so, what we've learned is that disagreement does not a dickhead make. Right. So, to explain what I mean by that, right, you do not, as a host of a podcast or as any human being in any walk of life, you do not be the ultimate, like, officiado of what is dickheadery and what isn't. Because we have different opinions, mm. right? And something that I think is really important, and certainly in terms of modifying my behaviour, I talk on the podcast about things I used to say and do that I'm embarrassed about now because I just I wouldn't dream of doing that. I've grown as a person and I've changed my mind on some things. Some people seem incapable of doing that. They have a fixed mindset. And you see that uh, now more than ever on social media when people have the most ridiculous arguments. And, you, and it's so frustrating because they just fixate on one point that they're completely immovable on and everything else, any any fact that contradicts that is just inconvenient and therefore just washes over them. But do you think that's because they're not aware that they're being a dickhead? Well, whether they're right or wrong is, isn't the issue. I I think that they're not aware that they're not willing yeah. to budge on it. And that is a mindset thing. So you've got a, a growth mindset, which is the idea that you, you've still got things to learn. You can change your mind. You can mm. change who you are. You're not defined by a box where you've got other people who go, well, this is me, like it or lump it. Take me as I am kind of thing. And they'll never change. And that's an unhealthy mindset to be in. That's been proven. And the people that have... Um, more um, mental health problems the people who have all kind of different health problems generally unhappy are the people who are unable to change because they won't let themselves be that change yeah I agree I don't know why Alex is looking at me <laughs> I did find it a bit distracting to be honest I if you were trying to come in or no I was just pointing at Ian Ian doesn't have a fixed mindset or does he is it the fixed mindset or the mental no, health problems? Like it... <laughs> we said we shouldn't be laughing at people's mental health problems. No, not mental health problems. And I think Ian's fixed very mindset. much set in his ways, though. Do you think? Yeah. Oh. That's not a bad thing. It's I just... Getting down to the... Do you, know, do you think you are? Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm generally right. So it's That's what I mean. Yeah, you're right. The problem I haven't picked up on it is because most of the time I agree with Ian. I agree with him a lot, but I also disagree with him a lot. What I like about listening back to the D-Bad podcast, actually, is you do stick by your principle. I realise that, I mean, I, I can confidently make a statement and then two minutes later I've completely changed my mind about it. Whereas you will not mm. let go of things. That's Maybe you much. do have a fixed mindset. I can't put into words what I mean. I don't think you just sit in your ways like a grumpy person. Mm. It sounds like a grumpy old man. I'm not calling you a grumpy old man. I was trying to do a sound effect of me walking out, <laughs> but the door didn't make a good sound effect. So <laughs> yeah, that was such a shit sound. <laughs> Although that is the quietest he's ever been when I he was being listening. verbally assaulted. I was just listening. So I wasn't then verbally I can, assaulted. I can change my opinion and my words uh, from the feedback since mm. I'm not setting my words. <sighs> yeah, so, yeah. It was like a loop. If you look at what we started off with, disagreement does not a dickhead back, and you can change your mind and behaviour on things. There you go. So you've just evolved like you did at, in our gigs episode when you couldn't get the air you yeah. needed, so adapted. Yeah. 
we've got some great contributors to the to the show. I'm not going to name check them all now because I miss anybody off. Mm. But I do worry sometimes when we put their stories out and we just like have a good old laugh at it. Um, fortunately, I don't think we've got it wrong yet. Or certainly, nobody has come back and complained, with one exception that happened to me recently. Who? So it's one of the regular contributors to the show. Is a lady called Sally Gilbert. Uh, you may know her. I'm married to her. I live with her. And I came out of the shower the other day and she said, I've got a bone to pick with you. And I was thinking, this isn't good. And my mind didn't immediately go, what did I say on the podcast? I've just many other things it could have been. She said, I've just listened to the podcast about lying. And in that, you tell the story about the chef that we used to work with and how his grandma died six times. But in the podcast, you say that didn't really happen. It only happened once. And you made me look like a right dickhead. Now, I was trying to be funny. I thought it came across... My intention was Sally's telling the truth and now I'm lying. And it was playing on the conversation we'd just been having about how you're allowed to exaggerate in stories to make them funnier. And then what I did is the opposite of that and tried to make a joke around it. What I realise now is that I was just a dickhead. My joke didn't really work. And I just deserved to be... Yeah, and Sally wasn't the liar. So I want to take this opportunity to apologise to Sally. Mm. And um, and actually, the truth of the matter is that the chef did say that his grandma had died on six separate occasions. Okay. And I'm glad she did. What a dickhead. Yeah. Sorry. Not the grandma. John. No. Uh. It surely meant me. Another person who said his grandma yeah, he's a dick- oh, right. yeah, he's a dickhead as well. So lying's bad. And we've got to be careful. When we ask for these community contributions, we've got to be accurate about them. So, yeah, so lots of exciting stuff going on. Um, we're going to be taking forward the community. We're going to continue to be putting out two shows a week to give you your double dose of D-bad bants and thought-provoking <laughs> discussion. <laughs> And But again, we just need to put a big thank you out to the people who have been listening and have been continuing to share your thoughts and your stories because it's really nice to know that people are out there listening. And we do say this at the end of most shows, and we're serious about it, but let's grow this community. So the best way for anything to spread like this is for a word of mouth. So if you know anybody that listens to podcasts, just say, oh, have you listened to Don't Be A Dickhead yet? If you know somebody who doesn't listen to podcasts, say, Hey, you should listen to podcasts. Here's a good one to start with, and um, and we could. Do you remember your, my first post podcast was like many people. My second wave was Serial, which was that globally famous um, mm. series. You never forget your first podcast. They could do a lot better and a lot worse than making it the Don't Be a Dickhead podcast. <laughs> so if you got if you got any special occasions, Christmas coming up or anything like that. I mean, if anyone was new to podcasts, they don't realise that they're free. Just go, yeah, I've got you a subscription to D-Bad yeah. for Christmas. Save Voucher. yourself some money, build yeah. our community, and make us happy. Yeah. Win, win, win. Let us know, we'll make you a voucher. We should do that, yeah. Well, you know what? We've got a D-Bad community meetup. We'll float the idea at yeah. that. So I've, I think we should wrap that up now. So we're going to be doing some more specific topic shows coming up soon. But thank you for joining us for our recap on Dick Hedery. I've been John Gilbert. I've been Ian Thompson. I've been Alex King. And remember, don't be a dickhead. dickhead.